hell that I was in, I'd do anything to be better. I thought like a lunatic. You kind of just have like that little bit of hope that it will get better. You're gonna make it. This began my surrender. I am a witness of my own growth. It's a life beyond your wildest dreams, and I just have to say, it works if you work it. My story, that's what I share. You're listening to Far From Finished, a weekly podcast where we share new, real-life stories of hope and triumph, told by the people who live them. Today's story comes to us from... Hi, my name's Kevin Williams. I've been in recovery for nine months. I am 40 years old. I... um, uh, got a lot of kids, uh, and um, I come from a, uh, a <clears throat> excuse me, uh, family with a strong addiction background, and uh, you know I actually um, I, rec- I work in recovery now. Um, never thought I'd do that, but that's what I'm doing now, and uh, things are kind of looking up. <laughs> Uh, in addiction was um, a living hell. I mean, I uh, I kind of picture it as uh, just chasing my tail as fast as I could and, and not going anywhere. Um, I, I think I remember um, <clears throat> I remember waking up to my, in the morning and saying, you know, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to use today, and. Um, having every intention of not drinking or using that day. And by 11 o'clock, I had a drink in my hand or um, was using uh, some some substance uh, that I shouldn't be. So um, it, it, in addiction, it, it was it, it was really, really crazy. You know, it's, it's... I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. And, um, you know, I looked at it... Um, the thought of uh, the thought of being sober was a very scary thought, and um, you know it, it kind of changed uh, changed your outlook on on becoming sober because you know your 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 fear of of uh, not having those things to to push back all your feelings and things of that nature really you know kind of got to you. So, um, but yeah, it was definitely hell. It was hell. I was I <clears throat> I had taken my kids to uh, Lake Tahoe. Um, my family has a beautiful home up there, and you know it's a vacation home. And we were up there, and um, uh, I basically, as soon as I got there, I, you know I, I was like, I got to get out of here. I got to get away from the kids. I'd been in the car with them for three days. It was you know I was just at my wit's end, and uh, I left. And I was going to go to the grocery store, and I ended up at the casino and uh, woke up the next morning at uh, like 11 o'clock in my car um, with phone call after phone call missed uh, from my family looking for me. And, um, you know, I went home and, you know, with my tail between my legs and, you know, I had figured out that I really needed some type of help. Um, and, you know, I, I vowed at that time not to drink. Um, and then what I really bad to do was not drink and drive. Um, I, you know, a couple days later, um, I'm hanging out with my kids at the house and I start drinking and, uh, one of my twins, he's eight, um, looked at me and he said, um, daddy, please don't be drunk. And, um, 
when he said that to me, um, it, I mean, it absolutely crushed me. And, um, I remember sitting there thinking, I, you know, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to do this again. And, you know, that was, that was the beginning of the end there. Um, and prior to that, um, I remember, um, just being in a alcoholic rage and nobody to blame, nobody to, you know, I was, uh, I was beating the walls to death and, and my wife was running around after me. And, um, I, I remember, um, I wanted to die and, uh, my, uh, I don't think my wife really understand, understood. She, I mean, she, she didn't really get it. And I remember getting a gun and looking at her and, wanting to I put it to my head and I wanted to die I wanted to pull the trigger so bad and um, that's that was um, just prior to, to uh, going into treatment and, and you know the, the look of fear on her in her face and eyes um, it will be etched in my memory forever and I'll never ever want to do something like that uh, to somebody I love again um, and the thing about it is, is it wasn't that I wanted to do it to her. I wanted to do it to me. And, um, you know, uh, getting the opportunity to figure those things out is a, you know, it's kind of changed the way I look at uh, a lot of things. So, well, you know, here's the thing is that, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I didn't have uh, any idea what treatment was about. I had never been to treatment, you know, I, I, um, had never really, um, even thought about going to treatment. Um, and so it was really unknown. Um, it was, it was completely, you know, I, I had no idea what to expect. All I knew is that I needed help and I was willing to, to accept help at the time. And, um, you know, I remember talking to the to the counselors uh, on the phone, and you know I'm like, well, there's a place right here in my town. Um, I want to go there, <laughs> and they're like, no, we're gonna send you to Las Vegas. And I'm like, is this a cruel joke? <laughs> you know, you're gonna send me to Las Vegas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I, I I said I finally just said, okay, you know, I just got to do this. And you know, I'm thinking 30, 30 days is as long as I've ever been away from my kids, and um, you know, I, for their benefit, not not only my benefit, but for the benefit of, of them, it was the best choice that I could have made. And, um, you know, I remember flying there and, um, and landing and uh, going in. And, you know, I remember, <laughs> I know the girl was scared that I wasn't going to show up. And, and I, I think they have quite a few people that do. Um, but I remember the look of relief on her face when I walked up. They were calling my name over the pager. I guess I was taking my time getting down there, going to shops and stuff. And and I remember the look of relief on her face when I when I uh, walked up and <clears throat> and said, "Okay, let's go do this." And uh, they uh, they took me in. I mean, it was uh, uh, the experience going in was was a uh, uh, not what I expected at all. You know, um, it, it was welcoming it was it was um open um it was meeting me where i was and um and going from there and you know that was probably the best thing that that uh best way they could have done it and the thing about it is is it wasn't 
just me there. It was a lot of people there. And there were a lot of people in a lot of different conditions than I was. And, um, you know, I found, I found myself lucky to be where I was at, um, in, in comparison. Uh, at the same time, I don't know that there's a, a huge difference in, um, where I was to where somebody else was. Uh, you know, we're, we're both going the same road and it was both leading, both of us were going the same place and it was going nowhere. And so, um, it was, it, it was a welcome experience to, to start. And, um, I had no idea what, what to expect or what to, what was going to happen. Uh, I just knew I was willing to do it. And, and the avenue that I got to do it was, um, was really a blessing. You know, here's the thing is that as addicts or as alcoholics, um, we really are wired differently than, than normal people. Um, we think differently, um, and, and learning that and, and acknowledging and accepting that is, is what, uh, allows, uh, what allowed me to, to begin the recovery process and actually, um, accepting the fact that, you know, maybe I was a little different than other people, or maybe I did think differently than other people. And it wasn't my fault, you know, that we're, <laughs> we're, we're really wired this way. And, um, so the way I dealt with things prior to um, going into recovery, um, you know, I was very uh, rageful and, and, you know, I mean, nobody knew what, what type of reaction they would get out of me or, or how I would react to any circumstance. So my family was in fear and, uh, you know, um, and when I say fear, I mean fear, like they wouldn't say anything. And um, now... Um, you know, I have the ability to communicate, uh, effectively with, uh, with the people that I care about to get my point across without having to just completely blow a gasket. And, you know, it's open lines of communication with my wife. It's open lines of communication with my, um, with my kids. Uh, my kids are, you know, completely safe talking to me about anything. And it's, you know, that's been the biggest blessing of it all um it, it it's changed everything about my life has changed you know i was a i was a sales guy and uh, you know i traveled a lot i was the entertainment committee basically so you know drinking was part of my job and um you know now i find myself i'm actually working in recovery and um it's it's one of the most fulfilling um things I could ever do and it has nothing to do with uh, uh, financial gains or anything like that it, it fills my cup every day that I get to go in and work with somebody that has the same problems that I do that is is looking for an answer or um, that I can help with an answer and doing that for a career I mean I never thought if you'd asked me that a year you know a year ago I'd have been, you know, you're, you're nuts, right? I, I have no intention of that. I'm going to be a successful sales guy, you know, top tier, you know, I'm doing what I do, and I'm going to make a shit ton of money. And, you know, now it's not even about that. It, you know, it's about, it's about what it takes to, to, uh, to stay sober and to uh, continue on this road that I've started, um, not only for myself but for my family, um, f- for my family a lot. Uh, because um, in addiction, we really don't realize how much we take and uh, 
how much it affects those around us. Um, the, 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 uh, the, the reality of it and the reality of, of the pain that we cause those around us is a, is a uh, is kind of a trap in a, in a way because it, dealing with those feelings doesn't make you want to want to stay sober. Uh, but uh, getting getting past that and and moving on with with your life and and having a, a solution is you know it's definitely changed um, my existence on this world and changed the way that I that I go about my life. Um, you know, it's good being able to live. Uh, openly and honestly and uh, not worry about hiding things or, or um, you know the the shady types of behavior that that I did in addiction so generally if you think that there's a problem there is and um, you know my biggest advice would be if you go in uh, with an open mind um, it really will allow you to uh, kind of embrace the change that can happen and and recognize that maybe you are addic- addicted, in addiction, alcoholic, whatever. Um, if you go in with an open mind, it changes everything. Um, it changes the way you treat people. It changes the way people treat you. And um, it really allows you to grow and progress um, in recovery, um, a lot quicker than it does holding on to a lot of the stuff that you that you carry in there. So, open mind, open heart for sure. It's a it's a I, 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 going going in there. You know, it's it's you see a lot of people that that are um, not very open to change. Um, and my observation, the people that are open um, are the people that really really progress and change their lives for the better.